0: Welcome everybody, Supreme Being, another podcast, uh, and support us, leave us a review, leave us a thumbs up on iTunes, we're top, I'm floating between top 2 and 300 for education as far as podcasts, so that's awesome. Um, And what I want to do is cover a very important topic today, but as always, we start this by naming some of the sponsors. We have Team BC, my real estate team, we sponsor this podcast, go to teambcsold.com. Uh, if you want to get in contact for real estate services in California and outside of California, we'll take care of you. Number two, the door knocking challenge we just started today. I think we have like five or 10 spots open left. If you guys still want to sign up, the links are floating around. You can find them everywhere, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, etc. cetera. Number three, if you're not familiar with this podcast yet, you can find it on every major platform, right? The WGR Summit, we're two weeks away in dallas grab your tickets at the wgrsummit.com and last but not least modern success we sponsor this with my coaching program as well shout out to all the newest members and if you're not a part of the coaching program uh, you have no idea what you're missing okay go to briancasella.com to sign up let's start Um, a word that is commonly misunderstood and people forget about nowadays especially and i'm going to relate this tremendously to social media or anybody doing something new or people also that have been doing things for the last couple years And it's applicable to anybody, okay? And this is something that I find myself suffering from as well. So when I look back and I'm like, okay, why is my mood off today? Or why are my emotions slightly off? Okay, I can trace it back to this more often than not. And as simple as it sounds, people have forgotten this and it's slipped under most people's radars. Okay? And this is the word patience. Okay? I'm going to say patience. This is a word and a filter you need to start applying everywhere you go. Okay? Now, a universal law that you can see by observation is anything worth having in this life takes time, okay? I'm gonna repeat that. Anything worth having in this life takes time, okay? Period. Nobody can argue that. That's true. And as hard as it is for you to get it, as hard as it is, you lose it like this. And I don't have to give you many examples. You know, for a lot of people, the struggle of finally after months and months of, of grinding and, and physical activity and, and proper diet, they'll get a six pack. It could take them three, four or five months, but a little bit, a little bit of partying and messing around for like a week and a half or two weeks, boom, they lose it. And it's like two or three months of work is gone in one week. You look at people's income. Okay. Same thing and how they spend money and this and that. So that you see everywhere yet. Especially now in the era of social media, this has somewhere been lost in the mix. Dude, I remember walking onto a basketball court for the first time when I was 10, 11 years old. Yes, I looked up to Kobe and Michael Jordan, all those guys, but even at that age, I said, Look, I'm not gonna be anywhere near as good as them. They're adults, they've been playing the game for decades. How can I compare myself to somebody like that? Okay, and that's the first mistake. As many of you follow these, in quotes, gurus and influencers, that flex on you with the Lambos and the mansions, and some of them legitimately have it. But you're comparing yourself to an individual who's been working for the last 20, 30, 40 fucking years in a business, and you're sitting there your first month and you're like, fuck, I'm never gonna measure up to that guy. Dude, he's had a 30 year fucking head start on you, of course, of course he's gonna be in that position. Many of you follow me in real estate, for example, as entrepreneurs, and you look at what I'm doing and you're like, fuck, number one, I'm not even that big yet in the grand scheme of things compared to some of the big dogs. But number two, I've been at this shit for years, years and years and years and years and years and years and years. I've had my real estate license now for six years. I've been doing video content for about five and very consistently for about two to two and a half out of those five that I've been posting videos like four or five days a week, active on Facebook, active on Instagram. So this has been a very long process that now you're seeing the results. And many of you have been only following me for a year or two. If you haven't been following me for at least three or more years, you have no idea what I've done. And you've lost the connection from the beginning. So I recommend everybody listening to this podcast, whether you watch my stuff regularly or someone else, think of somebody that you follow, maybe even outside of me that you really like. I welcome you to go on their social media, go on their YouTube or wherever you see their content and flip back minimum three or four years, and take a look at them then versus now, so you get a clear perspective of the full timeline that it took. So if you see this person like me, who's been consistently in real estate, on social media, and all the platforms that I'm doing, and all the businesses that I'm in, when you've been seeing the day-to-day-to-day effort, day in and day out, over time, you'll now begin to understand some of this. Okay. And there's a lot of good people like Omar's on Instagram right now. Shout out to him. He doesn't document too much, but I know he's doing the same thing. There's a lot of people who don't document, but they've been in this game for many years, even longer than me. So when you look at the reward, okay, the immediate reaction for most people is to compare and say, oh shit, he has a Ferrari. I only have a fucking Honda Civic. Oh shit. He has a mansion. I live in a shit box. Instead of saying, hey, I'm new to this game. I've been in it two years. He's been in it 10 years. Oh, okay. Now that makes sense. Now, of course, I live in an apartment. He lives in a fucking uh, mansion. If you go back a couple years, you'll see the little, again, the little shitbox apartment that I started making my videos in. There was a 400 square foot apartment where you could see my whole apartment in the back of my video. That's how small it was. I slept on the fucking floor, if you didn't know. Okay? Okay. And I would send those videos to my clients at that time. Okay? I drove a shitty Nissan. There was a hand-me-down that I had to pay for. It was like a 1998 or 1999 Nissan. There's nothing fancy about it. Okay? That's where I started. But if you didn't see that and you just see what I have now, that's when all those fucking retarded comments come in. Oh, mommy and daddy's money. Oh, well, you're privileged. Shut the fuck up. Okay? Those stupid motherfuckers that say that shit have no fucking clue about you, me, or anybody else. They're just running their fucking mouth. And you let them, and you let them get to you. But from the position that I'm in now, and my perspective, I can look at comments like that and laugh, that shit doesn't get to me. Same thing with the little criticisms, okay? Now, when you really begin to adopt and remember this patience thing, all that shit is just white noise. So if somebody comes up to me now and says, man, you've been doing XYZ for two years now. What's going on? This other guy's only been doing it for one and a half years. And look, he has way more than you. You're going to get comments like that. And I'm sure many of you do. But you let it affect you versus me. I'm not stuck comparing myself to people. And I'm like, I'm on this journey. Dude, my thought is I'm only two years in, but I'm in this shit for life. So I don't care what he's doing. I don't care where I'm at because I know I have much more in front of me. This is the long game. That's where patience comes in. Okay? What people do is they forget. They come in with a short-term plan. This is why those courses that you see being sold on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube are blowing up, because these people are promising, hey, come do this quick little get-rich-quick scheme. You'll make 100 k your first month, and you're good to go. And people keep falling prey to that, because there's this alert. And this people are allergic to hard work. That's why so many people try to talk trash about me or they want to go the opposite way and not learn from me is because I preach hard work and I say, Hey, the shit's not going to be easy. You're going to cry. You're going to bleed. You're going to get slapped in the face. You're going to get punched, but guess what? It's worth it. So when they look at me versus the guy selling the magic fucking bullet, they're like, well, I'm going to go to the magic bullet. Fuck BC. He preaches hard work. And patience and all those other things. We don't want to do that. We just want everything handed to us. Okay. So I look at everything I've done, and it's required a tremendous amount of patience because the temptation to do some of these things that I've been saying so far are always going to be there. Because everywhere you look, outside of maybe your clique, which should be high-level individuals, or minimum, your peer group that's on the same journey, shares the same values, and has the same end goal. Because then you have other lions that you can confide with versus being one lion looking at a bunch of sheep and saying, what the fuck? Why am I a lion and they're a bunch of sheep? And then you wanna go hang out with the sheep. And then you wonder why you don't fit in, okay? So now, regardless of where you're at, if you're new, this is your first week, first month, you're one, two years in the game, you've been doing what you're doing for five or 10 years. There's no, there's never been a rule book or this strategy guide or manual that says, and this is why once you hear me say this you'll understand why I answer certain questions in a certain way which I'm going to explain to you here in a second okay There's no strategy guide that says well after 1 year you should be at this level of income this level of business and all this other stuff that people try to arbitrarily put on you It's never good enough by the way If you if you suddenly become a billionaire then oh he's going to lose it all he's a douchebag he got lucky Then if you're not going quick enough. Oh, he's a loser. He's not getting results. No matter which way you flip this thing, you're going to get criticism. Okay. And you've been experiencing this. We all do. Everybody who's either not doing as well or doing very well shares this because there's always somebody pointing with nothing better to do. That's going to run their mouth. Okay. So there is no strategy guide. So when I get a question such as, um, well, what can I expect? What's a realistic uh, income to make your first year in real estate? Or if I do this entrepreneurial thing, where am I gonna be? I don't answer those questions. You know why? Because it's different. And if I give somebody an answer, let's say I say, well, I give them a statistic. Well, the average real estate agent makes $10,000 their first year. I could fuck them up because they look up to me and I'm giving them advice. That would be improper advice. Why? Because I'm stating a statistic and therefore I'm communicating that that person is gonna be a statistic which is incorrect. This is why it's very key that you pick the right fucking teachers to learn from because many people don't understand what I just said. So that's why I'm very calculated in the way that I do things and the way that I answer people because I know if somebody asks me a question and they regard me as somebody to get advice from, what I give them, they're going to take like law. Okay? And that penetrates somebody's subconscious mind. Why do you think somebody who's healthy their whole life who goes to the doctor then the doctor's like, oh shit, you're sick, you're going to die in a month, and they die in a month. Why is that? Why is that? Because what they just said, the doctor, the figure of authority, bypasses your conscious mind, and it goes straight into your conscious mind, and you automatically believe it. Okay? Yet how many people do we see giving cookie-cutter fucking responses and answers to people all the time? And if you've been on my lives and you've been around, you'll see I don't answer those questions or I I answer them differently than everybody else. Versus, again, if we're going to use real estate as an example, you go to the standard brokerage, you go to the standard brokerage, they're going to give you that advice. Save up a year's worth of income before you start. You're only going to make one sale. Only work with buyers. They feed you all the bullshit that everybody else gets fed. Why? Because they don't see the individual. They just see a fresh group coming in where 90 or 91% are going to fail. So they don't give a fuck. I do. I do, but because I've applied and I understand some of these simple concepts that I'm giving to you, one of which is patience versus sitting there and being like, well, and I made that mistake my first year. Some other people in my office who I, in my mind, which is incorrect to focus like this, I said, they're not working as hard as me. Uh, I'm putting in way more work. I'm taking this way more serious. Why are they getting business and I'm not? This is bullshit. That's incorrect. Because now I'm putting my time, focus, and energy on something that brings me down. Instead of just telling myself, patience, man, patience, it will come. You will be rewarded for the effort. It is impossible not to. What happens is many people, okay, in many stages, they could be at the top, middle, or beginning, they do something and they don't see it through. And that's why they're never rewarded. You're always going to be rewarded in compensation to what you give as far as your efforts and what you do especially in the world of business. Now there's other factors involved, of course, but this, this is the key. And I knew, even though I wasn't getting results and I had, believe me, if anybody could be coined as the most frustrated new business person their first couple months or year, it was me. You could smell it on me, man. And I would go to my uh, you know superiors at the office and be like, dude, I'm putting in so much work and taking this shit so serious. How the fuck are these motherfuckers getting business before me? They can't even put a fucking sentence together. You know what I mean? What's going on here? But again, that's incorrect. But guess what? The tables turn later on and that patience. And and the key here is to not give up. Okay? That's when you get rewarded by not giving up. You continue the next day and that day and the following day and the following week and the following month or you quit. Those are your two options. You're either going to see this through or the moment that you accept and become, in quotes, a failure is the day that you quit and stop that activity. Why? Because had you continued, you don't know. It could have been the next day, the week, the next month or two months or three months that you finally got that, in quotes, break that would have led to your rise, which is what happened to me. But I didn't stop. And I kept putting in more effort and more effort, more concentration, more dedication, more patience. And it paid off. But that's the antithesis of the generation now, including my age, right? Millennials and whatever's after. Nobody sees things through. It's sad. And I see it all the time on social media, uh, different people. Oh, I'm doing this. Then two months later, they don't talk about it anymore. Oh, I'm doing this now. Then two months later, it's something else. It's like, dude, stick to one fucking thing. Then you wonder why nobody takes you serious. I have more respect for the person who two years later is still doing the same thing. And they're like, man, I haven't hit where I want to hit, but fuck, I'm still going at it. I have a lot of respect respect for that person and I'll sit down and have lunch with them for sure and talk to them because I want to get in their head and be like, it's two years and you haven't gotten the result with every other indicator telling you to stop. What's keeping you going? How are you continuing? Because I did the same thing. So how was your thought process so I can compare it to mine? How did you see this? How did you process this to continue on when every other reason And criticism and indicator tells you to stop because you have to be a little nuts to do this. Okay. What I do requires crazy and many of you don't embrace that and you want to be in quotes perceived as normal. And that's why you're fucking up. To have patience is not normal. The average person doesn't have patience to be an entrepreneur, a true entrepreneur and business person is not normal because most people just want a job and they want that fixed paycheck to go. What I go through and what some of these people in this group go through is not normal and you have to accept that and see that. Okay? I'm not normal. Somebody tells me you're crazy, you're weird. I, I'm like, yes, absolutely. You have to be to get to where I'm at. I can't be like everybody else. And I embrace that shit. I'm like, I don't want to be like them. I want to be different. But everyone else runs around, oh no, 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 I'm I'm the same as everybody else. No, you're not. You're not. You're not. Same thing can be applied with skill. How am I going to say I'm the same as this person with skills when I put in 10,000 hours compared to their 100 hours? How are you going to say we're the same? We're not. I put in my work. Same thing with the flip side. If he's put in his 10,000 hours in something else and I haven't, how can I compare myself to him? Then I'm going to shut up and listen and say, dude, you have 10,000 hours in that trade and that skill. I'm all ears. What's up, dude? Let's talk. I can talk about this. I'm an expert at that if you want to hear about it, but I want to hear about your expertise in this because you spent 10,000 hours there. Tell me about it. Cool. We're not the same here. So one of the common threads you're going to find in these podcasts is this is the formula to be weird and crazy, which is what we need again, but mentally you're pushing it away. You cannot become something that you're mentally pushing away or that you hate. If you claim that you hate crazies and and wealthy people and all that stuff, and then you're listening to me and you want to get better. Well, you're not going to become what you hate and what you despise and what you push away. That's it, just impossible. So you have to start looking at things a little bit differently and embrace, I call it the dark side, right? Because I really don't know any other way of explaining it. It is the dark side because it's a less explored path. It's a path less walked. You think everybody's doing it, but they're not. Just because a million people on their Instagram shout that they're an entrepreneur doesn't mean that when they're off Instagram, they're actually being an entrepreneur, right? That's why I remember in the beginning, a lot of people, when I said what I was doing and documenting it, they would say, that's bullshit. You're not doing that until I started putting it on video. And they're like, holy shit, you are doing it. Well, yeah, because the average person just runs their fucking mouth and doesn't back it up. I actually back it up. So when I say I've made thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of phone calls and, and door to door, you can see it. You can see it, it's obvious. Then when I teach, it becomes blatantly obvious because I pick up on things and I know things that other people don't. Why? Because I put in my time in that craft. That's why I teach that. I don't talk about shit I don't know. I say that like on every podcast, that there's too many people trying to talk about everything. Shit, I'm good at a few things, that's what I'm gonna talk about and teach people. If you have interest in that, come. If you don't, cool, you have other people you can study. That's it, simple. But I had the patience to say, okay, if I dedicate myself to these things and I want to be world class in them, I have to choose very little and become world class at that. And then that's where I can rise to the top in those things. But it requires patience, discipline, and commitment to get to where I want to go. So again, no matter where you're at, you need to start lifting your sight. And instead of thinking, how can I get like, for example, a Lamborghini in the next six months, think, hey. This is a three-year goal for me to get this motherfucker, and I can do it. Okay? Everyone seems to be in a rush now to do everything. I need this now. I want this now. I have to have this now. And then it's like, if, if your friend, in quotes, gets a car before you, you're pissed off and you're jealous. And uh, Who cares, dude? Who cares? You know how many people that are friends with me? that I see doing better than me, what if I looked at them that that way and said, man, that guy has more than me, fuck him. It would drive me insane. I look up to them like, damn, it's an inspiration. So I look at the same thing that someone else looks at and gets upset and ruffles their feathers. I look at it as drive and I'm like, dang, look what he's doing. I need to step my game up, this is cool. So now you feed off each other. It puts you inspired, in spirit. Break it up, inspiration, in spirit. Puts you in good spirits. Puts you in a higher spirit to continue taking action and doing your thing and staying the course because that's really what it's about. So whatever you've picked to do, this is a good way to apply this. Okay, on top of applying patience. But whatever you put down, whatever you write, whatever you say, okay, I'm going to be this. I'm going to do. I'm going to become world class at this. When you write it down, that's now law, and you stick to it. It's not. Well, I'm going to try this for a month. And then if that doesn't work, I'll have a plan B, and then a plan C, and then a plan D. Then if these four don't work, I'm going to do this. That's how people plan. They're already planning to fail and for it not to work out. When I write down, I'm going to do this in the next 12 months, that shit is law. It's like I etched it in the wall, like a hieroglyphic in the Egyptian days. It's like, okay, that's going to happen. I cannot come back here in 12 months and that's not manifested or done. Because then I've, I, I haven't kept my word. So with that comes patience too, but you get that little extra spark and drive to say, okay, I'm doing this. You're not doing it half-heartedly. You're doing it wholeheartedly, which is what we want. And if I'm looking at, okay, three years to get that Lamborghini in that example, I'm going to have to employ patience. Now you could get it before, sure. But you have to be patient enough to say, okay, these, this time is going to pass by anyway, but at least I'm doing it towards something that I find worth it. I find fruitful. It drives me. It pushes me. It could be whatever it is that you want. It doesn't have to be a material thing, but let's start having some fucking patience when it comes to this. You know why? Because when I look at somebody who's at the top of their field, me having done so in my field, I have a different level of respect for them because I know the time and effort and bullshit they had to put up with. You know why? Because I went through the same thing in my field. That's why when we meet and we hang out, there's a mutual bond and you see masters in different fields respect each other for the most part because they know what the other ones went through because that may have been a different trade or a different thing but we all go through virtually the same shit the same emotional roller coasters you go through the same hardships the same challenges the same obstacles the same naysayers and everything else that list goes on and on that scroll if it's like a movie just keeps rolling down and then we have stories that we can share with each other that are the same thing oh that reminds me of this story and blah 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 it's nuts so as you rise there's more in common. And the higher you go, the closer you can get with these people. That's why you see so many of those top people being good friends. Because for you to make it to that top 1% or top half percent, man, there's so much more you're doing than other people that when you get to that level and those people are sitting at a table, there's a tremendous amount of similarities. It's nuts. It's nuts. The more successful people that I meet, wow, it's incredible. Okay. So the patience is what carries you. This is what will allow you and it will erase those questions like how do you stay motivated? How do you get over doubt? How do you get over fear? Patience. Patience. Because patience tells me this will get better. So I'm going to keep attacking it and attacking it and attacking it. Okay. So what I'll do here is I'll end the segment and I'll open it up to questions if you guys have any. I'm open to take questions about anything. Any subject could be related, -related, non-related, entirely up to you, okay? Real estate course right now, in order to start working, you'd rather work from home office or go to the actual office. That's up to you, Leroy. Um, When I started at Century 21, I went to the office every day. But that's up to you. If you know you're going to be lazy at the home office, go to the actual office, right? That's a personal decision. How can we still be successful and motivated after we die? I don't know. Maybe in the next, uh, when you come through in the next life form and in the next life, uh, carry it with you. I don't know. Which would you recommend? A sole proprietorship versus becoming an entity? Uh, well, sponsoring yourself. What do you mean by sponsoring yourself uh, bill of sales uh, as far as tax purposes and overall safety an entity obviously is going to be superior, right? Cause I know if somebody comes after me with all the LLCs and all that other stuff, I'm, I'm covered. And then obviously for tax purposes, I have an S corp. So um, overall I'm going to lean towards the entity marketing. I don't spend much in marketing, believe it or not, social media, I don't do ads. And if I do, it's like pennies. And then the marketing cost for us on the real estate side is active marketing, like our dialer and our lead services to get phone numbers to call. So that's pretty much it. Um, I think in total, it's no more than seven, 800 bucks a month. How do you motivate your employees? Constant training and incentives. Always. Higher consciousness. I think that comes just as you develop as a human being, dude. Uh, so it's been a couple of years that I've realized that. At least probably five years. Thank you. Thank you. Better percentage, not only but insane training that benefits me. Uh, if you have one under contract at your current office, Michael, you're fine to switch switch companies. You're fine. Uh, balance. I don't think anybody has balance. I think that's an illusion. You're always going to have to sacrifice something, right? I just think people are chasing something that like, what's the formula for balance, right? I've I've never seen a manual for, okay, this is the exact definition of balance in life, whether it's business, personal, whatever. It, it's like this illusory thing that people chase. You're going to have to make certain sacrifices. That's just a, the matter of fact, because I tell people why go after that? instead of just maximizing what you have. Because then it puts this like almost transparent type of like end goal that you don't really know what it is. And how do you know if you've achieved it? You know, I've never heard anybody say, okay, I've made it. This is the perfect balance, you know? Then switch, Michael. If you're getting provided everything, go for it. Just about to get your license good. College could help you anyway in real estate? No. Uh, Valerie, message me on uh, Facebook and I'll send you and send me your email and I'll see if it went through. There's no balance. There you go. Omar is extremely successful and he tells you there's no balance. There you go. Uh, I can't recommend a brokerage. I'm always going to recommend EXP because it's a company that I work for, tr- uh, Truthy. But you got to go with what fits your needs, man. If you want training, go somewhere that has training. Making your third office change is that bad? No, you're fine. Why would you even ask that question, Michael? Who cares? Just switch. How how could that be bad? You think you think a seller is going to be like, oh, I noticed you switched uh, three companies in two years. I'm not going to hire you, right? You're good. getting ready to do my exam, anything to keep in mind. Yeah. Just pass it and get it over with the exam to get your real estate license is useless. And I'll say that on stage in front of a million people. Cause you don't know, use shit from the course. Once you get in real estate, it's sales and marketing, I guess that's it more of marketing yourself. Cause the properties, uh, if you price them right, you know how to negotiate, you can get them sold. Do ASP mentions we're assigned usually have an office they rent to work at? I'm not sure, Kevin. I'm not a part of the mentorship program, so I can't say for sure. But my assumption would be probably yeah, because they're normally producers that have teams and that kind of stuff. So, yeah. If I leave the brokerage, uh, but I have a pending deal, will that commission if be sent to my new brokerage or directly to me? It should be to you. It should be to you, unless – your broker wants to be a dick and hold it and not pay you a fair split. I mean, I've heard of people doing that, but uh, you should be fine. You should get it. But it's not going to be sent to the new brokerage. It'll be sent to you. Joining eXp. Awesome, man. Yeah, eXp is a great company, dude. I've been with eXp year and a half now, and I'm loving it. Do mentors always look for mentees or vice versa? Depends. Depends. And now – the definition of mentor has been so skewed. People don't know what a real mentor is like a mentor is like when a sensei would teach one of his students in martial arts and they'd see each other in person every day. That's a mentor. People watch my YouTube videos and think I'm a mentor. Technically I'm not their mentor. I'm just somebody that they watch to get good information. The relationship of a mentor and a mentee is sacred, I think. Uh, but people have it confused. Any tips on how to ease a confrontational personality? Um, Way too complicated for me to give you a quick answer here, but that's a skill set, CINY or CNY. Once you get better at developing your communication skills, you can deal with different personality types. But one of the best things you can do is is remember this. People like people. People like other people that are like them. Okay? Now, I'm not saying you fight with them, but if a confrontational person comes across somebody who's weak and and speaks slowly and, and, and low like this, they're going to step all over them. So marrying and matching, what you learn in NLP, is one of the best ways for you to quickly connect with somebody to communicate with them. Discount brokerage versus regular. Uh, the statistics prove that discount brokerages aren't as successful as a regular realtor, so. Socializing with higher individuals. What do you mean higher individuals, Alex? We're all human beings at the end of the day. Socializing is a skill. Social dynamics is a skill set. Regardless if you're a billionaire or the brokest person on the planet and vice versa. you ever get your broker's license, I don't see a need to. No. Uh, if you want to be an assistant, I don't know why. An assistant does administrative work. Dizzy. An agent does agent work. Those are two separate things. Wouldn't the contract agreement secure my commission? Technically, yeah, but I've heard of brokers pulling bullshit. You know. Do you service San Diego? No, but I can connect you with somebody that does. DM me, Luna. Cool. Okay. I'll end it here. Uh, Thank you guys. I appreciate uh, you being here and in regards to all the fees to market a house, there's practically no fees to market a house, Eddie. Uh, Once you become a realtor, you'll figure that out very quickly. Okay. So thank you for being here. Team BC sponsors this podcast. Go to teambcsoul.com if you need anything real estate worldwide. Uh, Number two, the WGR Summit. Make sure you guys get your tickets uh, for Dallas. You go to thewgrsummit.com. We only have a few spots left. Grab it. This podcast is everywhere and we have a new YouTube channel. So make sure you do subscribe to the new YouTube channel for the podcast. And lastly, Modern Success. If you guys haven't gotten on Modern Success, go to briancasella.com and get signed up. That's my coaching program. And you'll get the closest thing to being next to me in that program, which definitely will benefit you in all areas of life. Okay, that's it for this one. Every Monday, every Wednesday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.